0: Welcome back to the Fastest Known Podcast with a special guest today, Peter Backwin. Hi, Buzz. Good to be here. Welcome, Peter. And of course, Peter's well-known as the co-founder of FastestKnownTime.com, along with Jeff Schuler, who's not with us today. But Jeff is kind of the guy who made it all happen. He was the person who has that amazing functionality on the website. So you can click on a map, you can click on a route, search for athlete names, etc., etc., Well, meanwhile, you've been keeping track of this massive database of fastest known times, which we're going to talk about here in a minute.
1: Yeah. So, anybody who's familiar with the old website, it was um, functional but uh, not very, and kind of hard to find stuff. And especially as the old website got bigger and bigger, it was harder and harder to really find find what you wanted. So, um, we got Jeff on board,
0: and now it's way better. Way. And that is the topic of this podcast, which is our year in review. This is the one-year anniversary of FastestKnownTime.com. So we're going to talk to you about what's happened this last year, where FKTs have gone, where they're going, and look at a few metrics such as that.
1: Great. Yeah, it's kind of blowing up. (laughs)
0: more work for you but i have to make a quick note here as we mentioned you can go on the website and search for fkts roots or athletes and a quick search of you you have 19 fkts yourself including a few that we've done together but also uh, some interesting things mainly in colorado but all over So what I'm going to ask you this out of the blue. You didn't get to practice for this. What is your most interesting or notable FKT that you have done? Wow, that is an
1: interesting question. Um, Well, I can't remember what they all are because most of them were so long ago. (laughs) Um, But I do remember running the Kokopelli Trail with my wife, Stephanie Arrett back in maybe like 2003 or so. And, um, not that it was a super interesting route because it's just basically a trail, but it's a very, very nice trail and not that far from where we live. And it was just really fun to do that with her at the time. She was really good at that kind of stuff. And, um, so it's fun to do that with somebody that you really like, as you and I have done many different adventures together. The Cascades trifecta was an unusual one where we climbed... Mount Rainier, Hood, and Adams in, I think it was about 28 hours.
0: Still has not been repeated. Yeah. It's deceptive. <laughs> well, people should, de- here's a quick tip for all you FKT hounds. Rainier, cask uh, Rainier, Rainier, Adams, and Hood in one day. We were going for 24 hours, but we, uh, of course, I fell in the crevasse, which slowed yeah. us down a little bit. A little bit.
1: You climbed out pretty quick. But also, yeah, so the conditions on Rainier were not...
0: Fantastic. So, we had to be kind of careful. Indeed, as everyone should be. Okay, well, you got a terrific background here. And just moving forward into the website and FKTs in general, you had the Pro Board site, which you meticulously maintained for about 10 years. Until one year ago, we got fastestknowntime.com going, literally about one year ago now. And it's extremely functional. And now, if I may note, this is worldwide. FKT is in the worldwide vernacular. All over the world, that's what they say in any language. And we're getting FKT submissions from mainly North America, certainly all over the country, and Europe, a little bit in Australia and Asia as well.
1: Yeah, sure. And it's, it's always been, to date, um, North America-centric, but... That's slowly changing, especially in Europe. I think a big part of that being the influence of Killian and Emily, who you interviewed recently, and um, yeah, the use of the term—it's really catching on everywhere. So we're we're really getting more and more from Europe in particular.
0: Right, Killian was on the podcast two, was it two or three episodes ago? I can't remember, but that was for the fastest known time of the year EU awards part two. So we have that now for the EU. We've had it for uh, North America for a couple of years. And here's a quick preview. Next year, we hope to have FKT of the Year awards for Australasia. So three geographic locations where we're doing the same thing.
1: Well, that ought to be interesting because if you do it at the, when you do it for EU and North America, you'll be right in the
0: middle of their FKT season. This is true. We could split it up. We'll have to decide that. we'll yep. have to figure that one out. Well, what are the metrics looking like? I'm we're seeing what's I'm seeing what's coming in, but you're the one keeping track of it. And what I'm seeing is this amazing uh, interest in FKTs. So we get like three, two or three submissions a day, right through the middle of the winter. So what what numbers do you have?
1: Yeah, submissions, inquiries, um, route submissions, FKT submissions. So I just brought a few numbers here. Currently on the website, there's 972 routes. Actually, it might be 973 because I just added one before I came to talk to you. And um, 600 of those have GPS tracks associated with them. Um, there's about 1,400 athletes listed on the site. These are people who have current current or past FKTs. And uh, nearly 2,000 FKTs... Um, listed on our website.
0: So, that's, that's, yeah,
1: growing. And and growing by about, um, uh, currently about 50 FKTs a month.
0: That's a lot. And I'm seeing what's coming in. And so, come to think of it, Peter, you're like the go-to person for what's cool. <laughs> Isn't that right? I mean, you, th- you think about this, and the FKTs are going to be the cool roots. But otherwise, why do it? And... What's interesting, what's not? Well, you are like the encyclopedia of what's cool in North America. You're seeing stuff from Florida to Alaska and everywhere in between. So what, what are you seeing here? Anything that's grabbing your attention? Well, yeah, I mean, the variety is
1: amazing. So that's one thing that I think is cool in and of itself is just simply the variety, the, things, the creativity of individuals coming up with this stuff, there was one not so long ago, somebody submitted, I'm going to run from Penn Station in New York to Penn Station in Newark, New Jersey, because they have the same name. (laughs) And, you know, so of course, it's all city streets. And I thought, I'm not sure I want to do that. But okay, I think it might be like 30 miles or something. And just in the short time since that person submitted that, I think two other people said, this is cool, I'm going to do it. Ah, so it worked. So it worked, yeah, it caught on. So it has to do with what actually, you know, we could talk about what what is a good FKT route. Mm-hmm. And um, how do you know, and, and also what's not a good FKT route.
0: Well, we can start with what everyone knows. And, of course, the attention goes on rim to rim to rim. JMT Appalachian Trail, of course, gets huge international yeah. attention. So everyone knows about that. And, indeed, you get called, we get called by... The Washington Post and uh, Outside Magazine, et cetera, et cetera. And FKTs are now in national news. And so people know about these big roots. But uh, part of the FKT allure, which most of our guests have talked about, is that you can create your own meaning in your backyard. You can figure out something that's meaningful to you and go self-create something. But there's also a line that's a little hazy, subjective, where it's like, hmm good. This was fun. This is interesting, but we just can't quite put it on the site. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And that's not to say it's not good. It's that it's not a something that resonates with the person themselves. It's just maybe something that wouldn't resonate with other people. Like I might like to run, once I ran from my father's house in upstate New York to um, Central Park and didn't really mean anything to anybody else but it happened to be from my father's house to Central Park so I'm not going to put that on the FKT website um, it was a cooler route I had to work it out but
0: uh, right and so in the recent podcast interview Killian Jornette I asked him or Matt LaFord asked him what's next and he said he's going to do some alpine traverses you know he's not going to he's of course he's done the Matterhorn he's done Mount Blanc etc cetera, etc cetera. he's going to create some new high ridge traverses, which will probably be worthwhile, but we're we're talking about some a little more obscure and indeed we mentioned Europe. They started a website of just root encyclopedia and it went down. It didn't work. It became too large and just lost meaning. So we will continue to edit and make some subjective determinations of what constitutes an FKT.
1: Yeah, and there are often subjective choices there. Like some somebody might say, well, okay, how about doing this trail in winter? Does that mean there should be a separate FKT for winter? And for some things, I think it's clear there should be a separate FKT for winter. But for other things, mm, you could find times in winter that's kind of just like summer. So um, why not just run it run in the summer?
0: Uh, rim to rim to rim the Grand Canyon. That's not going to be two seasons for that. No, no, there wouldn't be. I mean, you could say,
1: you can, and, and I've even heard people say, well, okay, it should be winter conditions.
0: So what the heck does that mean? <clears throat> right, it means it's unpleasant and annoying. <laughs> but we have had some interesting uh, submissions for like, around someone's birthday. They turn 40, and so they do some route and then they do 40 up and downs on the local ski hill. And it's like, cool, good. Mm -hmm. But, hmm. Yeah, so that,
1: that was a good example that came up not so long ago. I don't remember the exact route, but it was some sort of random number of ascents of something. And I could say, well, one ascent of that would make sense as an FKT route, or 24 hours of doing that. but just to pick some number
0: because it happens to be your age. Yeah, Right. So keep in mind listeners that if you want to make it on the FKT site you have to please Peter and uh, you have to somehow tell the story in a way that Peter is impressed. Horse and beer. Or and beer. Either can work. Uh, your choice. But speaking of stories it is something we do want to see kidding aside. Um, The personal meaning and creating new roots is very valid. We love to see that. But the story, we definitely want to see. Yeah, and I mean,
1: basically, we don't want to be the Strava leaderboard. There already is a place for that. We want to, like you said, we want to... I'm personally interested in people's stories. So I always find it a little disappointing when somebody just, you know submits the basic information, the time, the date, and their Strava track or other track with no photos, no, you know, what was your experience? That's what I want to know. And I think that's what's interesting about FKTs is why did you pick this route? Um, What was cool about it to you? What resonated uh, to you personally? And um, what was your experience? Was it what you expected? Was it harder, easier, different?
0: Right, right. Good stories, and a lot yeah. of the FKT of the Year award winners made it to the awards because of that. Yes, uh, the woman whose name I forgot who did the the uh, California Coastal Trail, mm-hmm. and she wrote Natalie. That, Natalie, thank you. Who wrote that lovely blog post about her solo trip through California?
1: Yeah, that just really resonated with me personally. About you know that's what FKTs sort of mean to mm-hmm. to me. And, you know, I don't think her trip was super fast, but it was very um, compelling. A solo woman going on a trail that had a lot of urban sections and encountering all kinds of strange people. And, and um, yeah, just really having an interesting time. And, and the way she was able to relate her story was really
0: moving, I thought. I did too. Thanks for, and that's one reason I like doing this is because these things come to my attention. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. Um, the metrics have shifted. I should say the standards have shifted. It used to be, as a community, the word of a gentleman or gentlewoman counted, but now, eh, now it's basically, you got to track it.
1: Yep. And there's no reason not to because you can do that with satellite trackers and a lot of places you can do that with cell phone trackers. And um, so, and, you know, it, it helps us because it makes it much easier for us to verify what people did and it helps the person who does the fkt because people aren't saying hey wait a minute and Mm -hmm. questioning what you claim nobody likes to be questioned so if you just you know do a decent job of tracking and and telling your story um it
0: alleviates all that and the tracking and the gps tracking now is basically a requirement wouldn't you say I would call it a guideline, yes, <laughs>
1: I mean, how can you make a requirement on something that has no official governing body, and you know nobody appointed us to to do this. we just stepped into a gap that needed to be done, so I can't claim to be um, an official you don't want to be no i don't I don't in fact I don't want to be so I'd rather <laughs> you just <laughs> you folks out there planning to do an FKT just. Um, do a decent job of verification yourself so that I don't have to get in the middle of something.
0: Well, that's an extremely good qualification for the person in your position. <laughs> the person who doesn't want the responsibility is the person you want to be responsible. <laughs> you should say so. Because <laughs> that means there's no ego involved. There's no other game being played. It's like a politician. You're the best politician is the person who doesn't want to be a politician. Uh, they're a little hard to come by.
1: And, you know, our site is crowdsourced. Mm. So that means that the more information you provide, um, you, the user, you, the FKT setter, the less work I have to do to try to figure out what the heck this route is. You know, you submit something from, who knows, Tasmania, someplace I'm not that familiar with, and um, just give the name of something. And I'm like, what's this? And I have to kind of research it. And I have to find out if it's an official trail or just something you made up, and etc. So if you just write a few sentences about what you already know, it really helps me, and and
0: it you know saves me a lot of time. And then other people can see that. Yeah. And some person could say, great, and be inspired, and say, I want to go do that. And it's possible something can say, mm, no, that's not right. Yep, that's true. Yeah. Crowdsourcing is a very good mm-hmm. way to look at this.
1: Mm-hmm. I actually ran into this situation myself not so long ago. I was um, happened to be in New York, upstate New York at my father's house and uh, ran this little trail that goes right by there. And it turned out that the FKT that had been previously set on that trail didn't do the whole trail because they didn't find the two-mile extension uh, that went past this preserve. So... Um, yeah, I was able to make a correction to the to the route that was on our website.
0: Okay. You you did it yourself. Now sometimes we're asked about cheating. This isn't a big topic for me personally. I don't really think about this very much, but somehow outside media, you know I think media likes controversy. It's yeah. it's an easier story to tell. But so what's your thought on this? Is there cheating going on with FKTs? Is there something we should be more concerned about? Um, it's it's not, let's see,
1: how okay. can I say this? It's not a non-existent, but almost. So there was a famous case of um, likely cheating on the Appalachian Trail, which did garner national media attention. And um, unfortunately, I was kind of,
0: you were in, in the, the middle of one, it. You were people were calling you saying, "Peter, what's real here?" <laughs> you yeah. had to decide. What you didn't yeah. want to do well,
1: and I didn't. I actually um, got involved with some people who know way more about the Appalachian Trail than I do, and said, um, "You know," and got got their help, and they basically figured it out. And together, we um, sort of presented what we thought actually happened, and. I thought it was a very fair process, actually, because it wasn't me. It wasn't some, you know, I don't, I don't know that much about the AT. I've been on sections of it. but um, So it was the Appalachian Trail community contributing
0: to that. Right, right. That's a very good example. You don't want to be the arbitrator. FKT.com doesn't want to be. We're a crowdsourced site, and that's why it's fair, is we're not going to set values uh, but here is one value I will ask you about on uh, our most uh, two podcasts ago we had Andrew Skirk on and he was, you know, asked him about what's next for him or what, uh, what he, how he's looking at it. And he's, as you know, likes to push the envelope a little bit as all good athletes do. And he was a little dismissive of some of the trade routes like the Appalachian Trail. He actually called it a gimme. He wants to look at other things. How do you see things like this? Do you see people still going after ever faster time on very well-known routes, or do you like it when people find new routes? Um, I think it's both, yeah. I mean, when
1: somebody goes out and runs the AT in, what was it, 41 days or something that um, Carol did, to me that's amazing and almost superhuman, even though... He's not spending a lot of time on uh, on um, navigation or, you know, other skills than, than just running, refueling, and sleeping. But I'm also personally very inspired when somebody goes out and does something new and cool and, you know, that requires many other skills like uh, come back to Nate Bender's Montana 12 trip, which is... Um, which was very inspiring to me. He had to figure out how to link up all the 12ers in Montana. Nobody had done it. Um, right. And he set a very fast time too. So
0: I like both of those. It's, that's, that's what we do. That's how we've set up the whole program here is we don't make value judgments. Mm-hmm. We let the community decide what's meaningful to them. Of course, the classic supported versus unsupported argument we don't get into, do we?
1: No, I mean, in terms of a, a value judgment, no, we don't get into it. I have my own personal views on those things, but it's more, to me, like the supported, unsupported thing is more has to do with um, what is the route, what makes sense on that route.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Some routes, it just doesn't make sense to try to do that. And of course, you and I both know someone has done the entire Colorado Trail you know, carrying all their food from start, which is a lot. It's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And yet that's really not a very logical way to do it. You might as well either go supported or at least self-supported.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because you walk right by a place you can resupply a couple of times on the Colorado Trail, and that's plenty. So to do it completely unsupported seems a little contrived to me, but, you know, if that's what you want to do. More power
0: to you. Exactly. Um, the evolution of FKTs, uh, the roots in particular, is really interesting because we used to go out there and just figuring them, figure them out on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. You just A good example is uh, the triple track in Canyonlands National Park, which took me three tries to do it because I had to just go out there on the ground, wandering around in the desert, finding these key little passages And then when you and I went back to repeat it, we went on Google Earth, and Google Earth works amazingly well. But you're kind of giving something up at the same time, wouldn't you say?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it takes a little bit of the adventure out of it um, when you can just, like you said, get on Google Earth and find the break in the cliffs or... Whatever you can you can map out your route on Caltopo and transfer that information onto your phone so every minute on the ground you know exactly where you are. It takes a little bit of the adventure out, but um it also makes it more accessible.
0: It works really well, there's no yeah. doubt about that.
1: Yeah, so I'm not, not gonna, gonna complain about it. it. I use Caltopa and Caltopo and Gaia on my phone all the
0: time. Right. They really work well. Mm-hmm. Quick tip, we might do a uh how to or gear review podcast at some point, but at this point everyone I know, myself included, maps routes on Cal Topo, and they might use Google Earth to make sure that it's technically possible. And then they download the file into Gaia on their iPhone and you can find out where you are pretty well. Oh yeah. Yep. And it and
1: yeah, those tools are amazing. And I a few years ago, um My wife and I, we walked 800 miles across New Zealand, and we were able to do exactly the same thing. Download all the topo maps for New Zealand for free, and
0: uh, have the complete track. Right, right. It's interesting, isn't it? You're kind of giving something up, uh, but you're getting something in return. You're giving up a little bit of the personal... The interaction with people. When I was doing the triple track, I just figured out by meeting people on the ground and becoming friends and having them tell me their little trade secrets. Uh, But Google Earth actually works kind of better. I don't know. We don't know.
1: Well, and also you could say that that the uh, definition of that community that you just mentioned has expanded or changed. You can now meet those people online. You hmm. don't have to be wandering around in the desert and bump into some hermited, you know... Now,
0: Peter, uh, you're talking about me now. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, you like to wander around in the
1: desert and meet strange people, but... This is true. There, some, some of us, you know, sit behind a screen most of the time and try to meet those folks online and learn what they know.
0: Okay, well, I'm going to voice another personal opinion. And um, Just, when was it? Yesterday, I was asked, you know, social media asked about a route out in Canyonlands, in fact. And I was a little irked. I said, buy a map. <laughs> and it's like, people don't buy maps anymore. It's just, it, it's amazing. I, to me, a map contains 1,000 times the information that you can get from talking to people. But somehow, they think that social media is a substitute for mm-hmm. knowledge or a map. So I'm a little personally irked. Or am I just being a curmudgeon on this.
1: Um, probably you're being a curmudgeon because of your, um, age and the fact that you had, you have a whole drawer and cabinet full of maps at home. But, um, also, yes, I see it as well on the FKT website where occasionally we'll get a message. It's sort of like, um, I want to do this route. Can you tell me what's the route? And can you provide me with the GPS track? But you get asked that? Yeah. And, (laughs) And I'm kind of like, well, part of the purpose of doing an fkt is you You got to figure it out (laughs) if you want if you want this information that you're asking for just go do a race right i'm not the guy who's going to give you this and you know you you might not have to figure it out but you have to find the right people to ask and i'm not the right people to ask about some route in
0: death Valley or whatever Mm -hmm. although we could make that you know we we get thanked all the time people are really grateful for the service that you are doing because you're keeping track it takes you a few hours every day to do this and by the way my put in a pitch right now is go to the website and support us on patreon just sign up for a monthly subscription or make a donation because this is how it happens there's no secret trust fund supporting fkt.com well, <laughs> sorry about that uh i know that's kind of rough news but we could have these two levels of Patreon support, couldn't we? We could have the base level, and then if you do a little more per month, we could have Peter will hold your hand.
1: <laughs> yeah, that might, might be, be up a quite bit. a bit more per month, but yeah.
0: Okay, well, we'll consider that. It uh, hasn't been added to the website yet. So here's an interesting question. This is out of the blue. Sorry, I didn't give you time to practice for this. But could there be an FKT that could be made into a movie? You know, uh what what do you think? Is there anything here that's just so interesting you'd like to know more about it and be a good visual?
1: Hmm. Well, I mean there's, there's been plenty of documentary type movies made from F G T attempts like uh what was that one, one, one with Nikki Kimball on the all right. trail and and Joe Joe McConaughey had a fun little video that he sort of self shot video. That's from, right. From his A T through hike.
0: So yeah, um Sure. Scott Jerk has a book. Yep. And they're come to think of it, the AT is just like the iconic trail in America, isn't it? BCT is picking up. And we're getting, uh, of course, people notify us of what things that are coming up. Mm-hmm. So what can you recall if people announced for for 2019?
1: Well, it's still a little early. There's not been a lot. Somebody, um, as you know, announced... An interest in doing the AT, but it wasn't clear uh, whether which particular record they're going after, whether it was um, supported or self-supported, or have they. Then people say, "Well, um, you know, the AT is the north to south trail or south to north. It's directional. Um, so should there be separate records for north to south versus south to north?" Um, up to date, we haven't really. I mean, we. Designate whether which direction you go but we don't really
0: there's an overall record there's an overall record yeah
1: but now the overall record is really hard world, so maybe so you'd, like you'd like to go, go the, the other way and set the, way way and set the record for <laughs> the other direction <laughs> well I, I don't know if that's right.
0: You know, right how much we really care about that but if you, but you do, do that's fine go do it. Um, but there, I think at this point, it's a judgment call, that which we will make, mm-hmm. that there is an overall FKT yeah. and the AT, because north to south, south to north, they're kind of the same.
1: Well, well my, my take on it, on it is, you, you decide, decide which, which way is faster you for you and go that way. way. There you go. Well, that's the whole FKT ethic. So, yeah, yeah we've and had some submissions, submissions where somebody says, says well, okay, okay it's so a loop, so and it, there should be different, different records, records for clockwise and counterclockwise. And I'm kind of like... Well, unless, unless you, you can come, come up with a really good reason why we should have different, you just go whichever way is faster. Right. So uh, I don't uh, want to, you, you know, sort of dumb down these FKTs by people picking um, what to do because because it's soft, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, if, if it's, it's a if it's a thirty mile trail, trail, you could go self supported or you could go unsupported. Doesn't really make much difference in your time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you yeah. know
0: go do what's right do, do what's right <laughs> challenge, <laughs> challenge yourself i mean gee right and you don't have to win you don't have to get the fkt no. to have a good time no. so it's we definitely want to deflate that bubble uh, rather than looking for something that's soft look for something that's good mm-hmm. rim to rim to rim is good everyone okay. should do it it's a, it's a bucket list route and if you come up hours short of uh walmsley and taylor nowlin yeah that's still still worth it
1: well yeah and so at my my age category i'm not going to set too many more fkts in my lifetime but you know every day people are submitting new routes that i just want to go do there you go and and so the website itself is a great resource for cooler routes wherever you may live Um, we've got all the many many gps tracks you can just kind of breeze through there and see what resonates with you
0: the website really is the bucket list isn't it yeah (laughs) if you've got a really long list (laughs) well you could you have to select from it of course yeah and we did notice that uh in terms of what's coming up candace burt has announced a uh, arizona trail she's starting that in a couple weeks we're gonna have that on our website you might even try live tracking for Candace Burt. Yeah, that'll, that'll
1: be very cool. cool. I, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because um, you, you know she, she's she's basically going, going supported. She's going um, she's going to, to try to attempt the overall, attempt overall speed record, men and women, on the Arizona Trail. She's got pretty serious cred. I don't know she's if she's done something of this long. length, but she's done 200 mile races, 100 mile races.
0: And she just did the Wonderland Trail last She's done year. done
1: the Wonderland Trail unsupported a couple times. And she has good crew support with Catra um,
0: Corbett and others. Um, so that'll be really fun to watch. Well, stay tuned. And everyone, please go to the website. It's just fun to check in. We post the new FKTs coming up. We also put people we're tracking now. We'll have a feature on mm-hmm. Candace. And I'm going to put the plug back in. Please. Give us uh, consider giving us a little support because it's just we're renting. No one's getting paid. That's for bloody sure. But we would like to make expenses by you know, paying for server time and and of course our esteemed sound engineer here, uh, Craig Randall, who has a degree in well not sound engineering, but he, he does he does a good job. And of course I'm going to call out again Jeff Schuler, without which it'd just be you and I out wandering in the desert. <laughs> yeah. Those were the days, eh? <laughs> uh, Jeff has done an amazing job, and the, you know, there's,
1: there's so many more features that we would like to add to the website to make it better and easier for people to use, and easier for us, frankly. And um, you know, the Jeff has just a, a infinitely long list of cool features he'd like to add. And so, when people support the website, they're supporting
0: that and our ability to implement some of these great features. Indeed. Well, Peter, congratulations on one year at FastestKnownTime.com. And thanks, Jeff, for making it happen. And it's been it's been amazing. I've just been having a terrific time reading what's coming in. It's really inspiring. <laughs> yeah. And I have, have a lot of fun
1: listening to, listening, listening to your podcast every week. So um, it's, it's always super cool to hear what people have to say. And, and- you know, I, looked, I, listened I listened to Mike Wardian just this morning and was like, I now, don't think we can match that stoke factor, factor but <laughs> we'll
0: try. <laughs> That's right. Your stoke factor is a little lower than Mike's, isn't it? But I think everyone's is. Uh, yeah. Uh, yep. yep.
1: But it still works. Yeah. So I don't know if we can do a, a fist, fist bump on air. There must be a way to do that. But
0: There it is, folks. Thanks, Peter. Great job, and we look forward to catching up maybe one year from now.